Let there be rest. Inside you, let there be rest. The natural state is one of total rest and peace. Mind is busy, it doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with your mind stopping. There is something at rest and at peace beneath all of that. That which is at peace doesn't know about the traffic or your mortgage. It doesn't know about anything. For some fear arises because there can be a sense of, oh my God, I'd fall into like a bottomless pit, you know. Fear will come and fear will go and fall anyway. The only thing you can lose is what you are not. Whatever you have gained in this life, you will lose. Some things come easy and they go easy. Some things come hard and they still go easy. And then some things come easy and they won't go. <laughs> Doesn't matter what way it plays out. It seems to be pretty random. If there's been a hard life or an easy life, it's pretty random. Take it with a pinch of salt. It's the luck of the draw, really. The ability to experience. That's what life is, really. It's just the ability to experience. So wanting to replace difficult experiences with positive experiences is a mug's game because it will be short-lived. Because any buzz, you just have to want the next one to come when it's gone. That's what happens now. It's like, what's the next distraction? And what's the next? And the next thing? And then and it's just exhausting. story of I just falls away. Will you let it die? The only thing that remains is that which was there before the story of you began. Which would be there after the story of you. They are outside of the concept of time. And that's what you are, whatever that is. If you need a chair, there's some there, as you like.
So the I wants and I'd like and I don't like, and it shouldn't be like this. Let it be seen that it just goes on and on and on. And it's never resolved. Temporarily maybe, but it cranks up again. some way it's not natural. There comes a time when it's more natural to be placing your attention on that which is at rest underneath all of it. And if your attention stays there, it's like, oh my God, this is so easy. But because you're so used to placing your attention out, it's hard work to put it back. It's out before you can think of it. And then you have to pull your attention back. And that's called a spiritual practice. So, what to do, huh? If when you wake up in the morning there isn't a plugging in to your day and your world, if those thoughts aren't invested in, your attention is just where it was while you were asleep, while you were in a dreamless sleep. And somehow everything was fine there. There was no world. There was nothing happening. But it was fine. Because you didn't know anything about it. (laughs) There was nothing to say, I like it or I don't like it. It's a bummer when you hear somebody saying, oh yeah, it's so easy. And it's like, it's not easy when mind is in the habit of being invested in a story about you. For sure it's not easy then. Because there's been a habit in your brain of investing in the outside world. Now it's not easy because you've made an investment out and there's something unnatural about that movement and there must be another investment in pulling your energy in. Of course it's not easy. But it shifts from that. It shifts. Literally breaking a habit, just a bad habit of misusing mind. That's all. And at some point, the balance gets tipped. And it's like some aspect of your attention says, Oh, I just don't have to go out. If I go out, the work is going out, the work is coming back. And if I just stay in here, well, oh. And that's what they mean by it's so easy. Some people just get that straight away, but most of us have to slog. (laughs) I was a slogger. (laughs) That much you can do. You can do that. You can stop investing in the I story. Okay, all these poppings. It's popping, no? Yeah. Okay. No? Okay. I'm going to try like this. So... The I will make a story out of it if it's easy or difficult for you, if this path is difficult or easy. And, and, and then we have another story for the I, and you see how it happens so quickly. There's more drama, there's more stories, so quickly. 
you know. But there's a position of, hey, how it is, is how it is. And she's fine. Actually, everything is fine all the time. When you react to something or you don't like it, whoa, now there's something going on. It's called suffering. And I'm not really talking about practicing acceptance. I'm not really talking about practicing something. You can do that for a while. But it's more exploring to see what's the truth. Really, really, what and who are you? That's the direct thing. Then you move away from concepts pretty quickly. Because attention is in that space underneath it all. That's where attention is. That's what's going on. And the outside world seems to fall into its own place. It's, it's, you know, it's just perceived in a, I don't know, in a, there's a softer, a softer way of seeing, seeing the world because the labeling isn't so active, you know. And everything seems to get gentler. So whatever I story is going on, just don't buy it. That's all. Just don't buy it. And what will happen is that you'll never defend yourself. You'll never be getting involved in social justice. You'll never, you know, I mean, things will just get, whew, there'll be a pulling back, a stepping back of stuff. And mind will do every trick in the book to get you back into the game. You can't be passive. You can't be just opting out. You get, I mean, you know, whatever the cocktail is, there'll be some set of reasons. Ignore all of them and go back into that which is still and quiet and at peace and doesn't know anything about this game. <coughs> There's something totally exhausting about believing that you are separate. There's something exhausting. And very often people kind of venture on this path and they're just so weary from life. It's like, my God, let it be over. And the only thing you want over is your belief in separation. That's the thing that's exhausting. If we can identify what is it that makes it I want out. That's the thing that's unnatural. Is the belief that you're separate. There's only one thing to do. Find out the trigger points. How come you're still running that story that you're separate? How come you still believe you're separate? Because it's not true. It's not true at all. It's just a thought. But mind is so used to investing in the thought, it just takes it for granted. Start looking at your thoughts and see what is it that you're buying. Or go the direct path and place your attention to that which is at peace outside of all of this. Life will still happen, don't worry. You'll still remember how to drive and cook. It's not rocket science. It's kind of too easy. Because mind doesn't like it because it's... Okay, now I'm saying it's easy. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Mind doesn't like it because it is just there, with no fireworks, with no big eureka, no big 
what's supposed to be there, what's supposed to be the big event, you know? might be no event. For some there's a, a huge physical trauma that comes with, with seeing truth, with the breaking of the eye story. For some there's nothing at all. Nothing at all. It's not noticed. Don't get caught up in the methodology. It's got nothing to do with it. There are no markers, there's no checklist. If you're ready for the show to be over, place our attention outside. In that still place where there's nothing happening. And mind will fight and let it do its dance. And keep your attention there. And your mind will stop dancing. The only thing that gives it more fuel to dance is your attention. There's only one power supply for mind, your attention. Whatever the commentary of mind, it's rubbish. It's always rubbish when it comes to searching for truth. No sophisticated intellectual hypothesis is going to be of any use now. It's all equally useless. You can't think your way into this one. show be over. Or else this is just entertainment. That happens for some too. But if you're ready for the show to be over, you try stopping it happen. And still I bet you will have a string of eye stories still popping up this evening. <laughs> and that's life. The eye imagining it has something to do to get there, you know, and it just goes on. It's kind of funny, really. That's life. Don't take it so seriously. There's no right and wrong in it, it's just the play. And creation is the playground of the eye, you know, so that's what happens here. If you look at six billion, you know, in the world, really there's very few who are actually done with it while still in the body. There's very few, you know. We're genuinely ready. Only you know about you. Only you know if you're done with mm, pleasure and pain. What life can give and the kicks. And only you know if you've seen through both the highs and the lows. It's easy to want out if you've had a life full of suffering, and that's easy. But if you've had a life full of suffering, it's, you know, it's usually an experience of pleasure that the eye is actually needing to have before it finishes off. <coughs> and some people who've had a life of suffering feel that, no, no, I want out, and it's like, but the desire to have a nice life, give a look and see if that's there. Because uh, I'm not sitting in satsang that long, but, but one thing I've noticed is that some people are in satsang 10 and 15 and 20 years, and it's like, my goodness, what, what, what? How come? 
because this is the end of the line material life. So how come? Do you know? There's lots of reasons for it, I guess. But the few that I've seen is that the eye isn't finished at all. The, the, somebody just wants. Uh, we show me the door out. Show me the the exit light. You know. Where is that flashing? Show me, show me the door out. And why? Because I'm sick of suffering. It's like, no, no, no. Are you sick of the pleasure? Are you sick of the good times? Are you sick of laughing in the park? And are you, are you sick of Friday night and having a beer and kicking back? And What are you sick of, like? You've got to be sick of the good times, too. If the eye needs to have some good times, let it have some good times. And you've seen through both. Okay, now let's see. If you've seen through both, you've seen all the richness of what life can offer. And still, and still, it's not enough. Okay, okay. Satsang time. But only you can decide these things for yourself. Only you can know, am I kidding myself? Or actually, do I want a nice life? Are there desires there for, for, for pleasure or a lover or something? What, what desires are there? What, what desires are there? Because a desire is the thing that keeps the eye going. That will take your attention very quickly. I want. Be an interesting thing to do to make a list, you know? Okay, the things I want to do before I die. Okay, this is very annoying. Mm. Not a very non-dual thing to talk about, but here we go. <coughs> the things I want to do before I die. And make a list and see if there's actually... Give a look then at the list and say, okay, are there actually things here I can't let go of? Or what's just, you know, I want to go skydiving, but really, if I never go skydiving, it's got all right. Okay, what can you scratch off and what's like, oh my God, I have to do that. And if there's something you have to do that you're like, I don't think I can drop that. Go out and do it. Go do it. Go live life, embrace life, do it, do it, do it. If you can drop desires, great. But if you can't drop desires, that's what is stopping waking up. Because it will keep the eye alive. Because it's waiting for that experience. If it's plugged into a desire. Most desires you'll be able to drop. But the odd one. So if you make that list, there might be half of you guys who can, who can let go of all of it. And half of you got something that's like can't drop it can't drop it find that out for yourself and if you can fulfill it do it do it of course and then and then there's something like oh it's got no charge anymore and there's something natural about I don't know the, the evolution of mind, I suppose, you know, and moving towards this is like, you know, the, the piece of fruit is getting rotten on the tree. It's going to pop any day. You don't know when it's going to pop. It might take a bird to fall on it. It might not. It might just pop. Flat, splat. But if it's starting to, you know, go past its ripeness stage, there's no more desires. It's just the breakdown is happening. But if something has to become ripe, there's a desire to be fulfilled. If something hasn't matured, it's because of a desire that's still pumping. So have a look. Have a look.
any I who'd like to <laughs> would like to be heard. Somebody'd like to come to the chair. practice for 40 years mm. and still contend fight with the eye it, it, the ego desires and I read books I think I do other practices and I don't I still seem to be slugging away in the mud. Okay. And intellectually, after hearing the words and hear, hear, hearing your, your talks and others, I realized that there's nothing you can tell me to do <laughs> except to stop. Mm. And yet, apparently I don't want to give it up. Okay. But I feel not only that I should, but I do want to give it up. But uh, there's something inside of me that apparently they won't let me give up because after all this practice... So has it worked, the practice? It's made differences in the small self. Okay. Is that enough? No. no. What did you want the practice to do? To full awakening. So if you want to be awake, been using one set of tools, yes, like a, a, a sledgehammer to knock a wall, and you've been using it for forty years, and the wall is still there. Either stop everything or pick another set of tools. Yes. And yet I, I don't hear any non-dual teachers saying, no, pick up this set. As a matter of fact, what I, many of the non-dual teachers say that if that's what you're meant to do, that's what you'll do until you stop. Yes. Yes. Are you afraid of stopping? I think so. What's the worst thing that can happen if you stop? Sometimes I'm laughing at myself and said, when I stop, I'll realize that I've just wasted 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but no, I. I don't think anything bad could happen if I stop. I could always start again. You could. Although I, I feel that if I stop, 
what I'm doing, I want to replace it with something. This is a, a terribly non non dual thing to say, but okay. replace it with something better. Okay. Yeah, like more effective. Yes, yes, that's how my works. We all, you know, yeah. Yeah, sure, that's natural. But I do want to stop suffering. attachment to your practice. That's got to go. The attachment to it. The belief that it can lead you someplace. It's just something you do. Some people jog, some people meditate. Some people smoke loads of cigarettes and some people become vegetarian. It's just a lifestyle. I'm sure it will help the little eye because it calms down the mind a bit. It gives you a bit of a nicer quality of life. Waking up is a totally different ballgame. But the attachment to it, that's where the glue for the eye comes in. And my experience is, it is an attachment. I'm not hearing you say the practice has to stop. I'm hearing you say the attachment to it. Correct. But I don't want to trick myself and say, well, I'm doing it and still doing it, but I'm not really attached. If there's any fear about letting it stop. I'm attached. Yeah. If meditation happens, let it happen. If meditation doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It stops for a week. Let there be no anxiety. Oh my God, I'm dropping the practice. Is this okay? It's like, hey, that's another thought. Okay, off you go. Let's see if the body sits down to meditate or it doesn't. Let's see what happens. And watch with curiosity to see what happens. It's just a lifestyle thing. Let it become just a lifestyle thing. <coughs> it doesn't matter what you do, really. But if there's a relationship to any activity, then there's you and there's it. And the relationship is usually sticky. Wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Pumps up an eye. So start investigating that way of mind, because it feels like, go in there and have a look and see how mind is playing those kind of tricks on you. You know, the attachment to waking up, the attachment to, I shouldn't have these desires, or whatever. Where where is there attachment going on? Where is the stickiness? Where is the relationship between me and an activity? Me and a habit of thinking? Then you've got two. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've long realized that I've become, instead of attached to drugs, I became attached to meditation. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one's a little healthier, but yeah. I'm still attached. Yes, yes, yes. I, mean, I don't know that I'm any less attached than I was 40 years ago. Sure, sure, just shift from a, yeah. one substance to another. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that An addictive personality is not you. Personality is something that is moving through consciousness. It doesn't create you. You don't have to get rid of an addictive personality, it's fine. But 
it can be classified as that or not. I don't know. That's up to you. But it's just a label I'm using for now. Mm-hmm. So, personality is not what you are. It's just a means of expression that's used by the human form. What's that got to do with the belief that you exist? Huh? You don't tie off. Personality is not what you are. Your personality has nothing to do with anything. It's just expression. Investigate without attachment. Yes. 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 There really is no body to stick to anything, you see. But the attachment is making you feel you exist. There really, you know, if you really, really look at it, at attachment, there's nothing hanging on the other side. You know? <laughs> you see? Okay. See how I get on with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Marin. Hi. How are you? Um. There's still desires here and attachment, and two and a half years ago, um, swallowing and sleeping stopped all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I hear you when you say the world goes on and so on, but um, I'm still wondering every now and then what if the world sort of stops because you, your attention is sort of um, forced to make these basic um, functions work again. Yes. And they're getting very slowly better, but um, still falling asleep sometimes 9 a.m. or so. Luckily, I have a very lovely understanding husband, and we right now don't care anymore as long as I sleep, when I sleep. But there's a whole, um, I'm very, very caring about, about my family, my friends, and so on. And there's a whole lot of misunderstanding about why social butterfly I used to be um, is not available for phone calls to Europe at a certain time, time anymore, or cannot go out during the day to certain meetings, and also doesn't have these cravings anymore. There's many times when I'm completely fine with not being able to swallow fluids. It takes an hour to drink a cup of tea and constant dehydration, maybe feeding tube waiting, I don't know. And and there's many times when there's absolute peace and with exactly how it is, when I'm like, I don't need to know. It's, it's fine either way. It's fine if I sleep, if I don't sleep. And when I drop any expectations about, oh, if I do get a good five, six hours in, then it's going to be a good day. Sometimes the opposite happens on yes. a bad day. Yes. If I have no sleep, I have a blissful day or yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm finding more and more increasingly peace with things exactly as they are. Yes. Um, but I think I still struggle very much with um, wanting to please everybody and make everybody happy. And there's a lot of worry and anxiety from my friends and my family you know, to, to start functioning fully again so that I can live a normal, regular life. And in the meantime, a part of me feels that this fulfilled some purpose because in the last two years I just um, meditated non-stop. Yes. And yes. As I had done for years before, but completely and surrendered, surrendered, surrendered. Yes. And a lot of creative outflow has been happening, like poetry is flowing now. 
and right now I enjoy those night hours before I felt like oh my god I'm alone at night you know everybody else can sleep and swallow I so admired that I was like who cares if somebody has a PhD but this person can swallow a glass of water normally and 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 that was just the highest achievement and but now um, I think of everybody whose night shift workers like I used to be and and I think there's so many people I see in our little courtyard there's lights on here and there who mm. also insomnia yeah. who can't sleep and of it's, course it's fine and loads of moms with crying babies you know thinking of the only one up on the planet yes. <laughs> everyone sleep and and it's like the opposite rhythm of, of, of many course. other people and it's not a regular life or so but somehow it's it's all okay yeah. but of course Shall I drop the desire to want to please yes. family and friends? Exactly. Yeah? Drop it. Okay. If you lose friends because of it, so what? Yeah. If they all think Marilyn has lost the plot, <laughs> so what? Yeah, a lot of acquaintances dropped away, which yeah. is very freeing and wonderful yeah, yeah. because it had been raining. And yeah, yeah. But is there a healthier way other than illness um, to sort of maybe to have to be more courageous in your personality or so to stand up more for what you need spiritually in order to not have this, this inner freedom and this dropping away and total surrender happen, happening through illness, but, but happening in a... You'd like something gentler? Yeah. That would be nice, maybe. You probably wouldn't do it unless it was something in your face. Yeah, that's true. I'm very stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever Grace needs to do to your life to say, hey, Look, this is what's about. Right. Then let it do it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, and interestingly enough, the, the whole illness thing started when I, I put myself, or let, let myself be put by relatives for years and years under intense <coughs> pressure to have a child, and I didn't mm. feel I wanted a child mm. and that it was mm. right for me. Mm. And um, luckily my husband agreed and was, was fine with that. Mm. And we tried for seven years and we let go of that. Mm. But I, f I feel in a way that my body created this or my mind created this in a way um, so that my w my life would go in the right direction again, in the spiritual direction that it needed to go for constant inner satsang. Whatever is happening is the only thing that can be happening. Right. Mind would imagine that there could have been a better way if you designed it yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that's because mind the always knows what's best. Right. right. You know, that's just it, what it says, you know. It's rubbish like. Because it can only be how it is. It can only be as it's unfolding now. Yes. So just surrender. Stand out of the way and let it do its thing. Yes. Let it do its thing. But drastic change comes for people who, who, who needed a serious shake in order to see that, oh my God, this, this is what makes sense to me, really. I'd been dancing the dance, having a life, and being the social butterfly, whatever. You know, I could have done that for another 20 years and missed, missed something. Yeah, I thought I wanted a conventional life before, and yeah, then I yeah. discovered I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted a totally different life yeah. that is spent in silence and, 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 and just feeling part of everything, just seeing the bunnies in the courtyard or the trees, yes. just a slow life. A slow life, yes. And that's not the life in Washington, D.C., exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm sometimes having... Uh, I don't ever want to hurt anybody. I, I sometimes very dear friends from the past, or so they feel then that I'm hurting them by not coming out with them, or, or you know. When we're afraid of hurting other people, yeah, it's generally that we don't want to 
feel bad ourselves. Yeah. Because if we hurt somebody we don't know anything about it, we're fine. There's other people we hurt and we never know anything about it. Yeah. And sure we don't care. We never cast it a thought. But if there's somebody that we know it's hurt, we feel bad because it's about us and our yes, self-image yeah. and our self-esteem and we want to be right and good and pure and true. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right. People are going to get hurt. Be okay about it. Whatever comes through you, you either surrender all the time or not at all. But you can't be surrendering to the higher power and then when some more blast of anger just comes out and you snap at somebody and slam down the phone, it's like, okay, now is there surrender now or is there going, like, mm-hmm. does, does either surrender totally or not at all? Mm-hmm. Do you see? Yes. And if surrender is the path that's calling you, you know where, where ego came in and where there was just total surrender. You know. Because in any moment, whatever happens is the only thing that can happen. Right. It's the only thing. But mind imagines it has dictated it and controlled it. And, and when physical si- sickness comes in, it's like, oh my God, but I can't control this, so give me something I can control. You know? That's all that's happening. Mm-hmm. So we have no control at all. It's only mind is superimposed on top of the flow that was going in a direction anyway. No free will. So who is there to have a free will? There isn't even an individual. You know? But there's the idea of a free will within the idea of separation. So if the idea of separation is running, you'll imagine your free will. That's that computer program. Do you see? I do, I do. So if everything will be stripped away from you, including your husband, then so be it. If it's going to take everything, let it take everything. They're only ideas of attachment that want things to be a certain way. For, in the kind of path that that's, you know, that's, that's working for you, it's like the universe is turning you from this into this. Because the I wants to experience being both. Do you know? So from a glass of water to a watch, like there isn't much of a linkage. But if from a social butterfly to a recluse, so what? The law of paradox is at play. You're getting two lifetimes in one. Great. <laughs> <laughs> do you see? Yes, I do. And so, you know, good health and bad health. And, you know, so what? It's playing how it's playing. Whatever it's going to take, let it have it. It'll only take what you're not. You can only take what you're not. Nothing is yours to keep anyway. Mm. We just play with the idea for a while that we have stuff. Mm. Let it go. See what's left. And enjoy it anyway. Enjoy it anyway. Do you know? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Namaste. <laughs> Oh, sorry, yes, of course. Hi. Hi. You have a beautiful smile. Thank you. Um, I, I would really like your introductory, uh, whatever, mm. <laughs> words and ideas. Um, 
And I realize I'm very attached to pleasure. I have a really good life, and like I really want to keep it. Mm -hmm. um, and I also love very much the idea of um, ending the suffering that is. I mean, I think comparatively I don't have much suffering, but I yeah. do definitely suffer. Sure. Um, and so I'm thinking here, hmm, can I have my cake and eat it too? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the luck of the draw. Life might change totally and might life might going on might continue on the same. But if you're if 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 it's happening that you're being pulled home, you know, uh -huh. and that the sufferer is dying, your connection with the good life will change. So the good life might stay. You see? It's not as, as full on like for the last speaker. It doesn't have to be like that. For, it's different with every single person. It has to be. That's the joy of manifestation. Everything is different all the time. No duplication here. So the good life might continue fine. If you're stuck to it and you can't break the attachment, then it will be taken. If, you, if you're not stuck to it and you don't mind if, it, if there's indifference about it, if it comes, if it goes, it won't matter. Might stay, might not. But if it stays, your relationship with it will be different. This really all goes back to attachment, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it seems to be a theme running tonight here. <laughs> yes. Yes. So if I give up the attachment to the good life, okay. then I can... There's a bit of attachment going on to an eye, perhaps, yeah. Um, and I... That would leave me sort of open to be free of suffering, and the good life may or may not continue, but the lack of attachment to that will um, open up the possibility for freedom from suffering. Yes, right? it'll be a shift. Yes, there, of course, there'll and, be and a shift. And then my thoughts or, or the way I sort of relate to this good things in my life will I'll have a different view towards them, a yes. different perspective. Yes. So mm -hmm. the perspective would be like if you absolutely love a dog that you have. So if the dog was dead and you went home tonight, grief would pass through but it's fine. That's just what happened, it's okay. It might or might not be sadness, but it's like, it's okay, it's, right. it's him, you know? I had the dog for a while, so be it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. But that would really have to be for everything. Yes. Life, like my husband. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my health. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a, that's a um, mighty task. Just deal with one thing at a time. You're just looking at attachment. 
if you look at all the subjects of attachment in negative forever, just look at attachment. And in any moment, let there be indifference. Let there be acceptance or indifference. Indifference is probably more potent here. Let there be an indifference. If something comes and goes, how something plays out, so-and-so lets you down, or you were going someplace and you get a puncture and you can't go, indifference, indifference. This is how it's playing, it's fine. I, I think I'm getting a little clearer on that. Sometimes when I hear that indifference, it seems kind of boring and dull and yes. lack of like passion and, yes. and juiciness yes. in life. Yes, mine would say that. Like what is your experience? I mean, the I, I will assume that you are free of attack, or you know, let's just there's say no you're I. enlightened and you're free there's of no attachment. There's no I. That's all I can say. I know that, that there's no I, that there's no I anywhere, okay. that there's just thoughts running through consciousness. So do you experience... Um, passion and juiciness and like wow and there's no eyes to experience it well that doesn't sound like much fun but the eye loves fun yeah if there's no eye there's no attraction to to, to fun if there's no eye attention is in something that's way way beyond fun <laughs> <laughs> Fun is such a raw deal. Really, it is. Well, it's a little bit hard. It's kind of like talking to a person from another planet. I mean, I'm not yeah, yeah, sure, rude, of course. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like such a different perspective. <laughs> and uh, so, like, you can't say what your experience of life is because. That would mean you have an eye. Is that in my yeah? I, what yeah, right? questions like that. I'm like, Oof. do you know? Um, it's like God, life. What's a life? I have to pull together thoughts of the past or the future. Oh, I, I, can't, I don't even know how to construct the concept of life. What's my life? I, I don't even know what a life is. I swear to God, I can't even find it. Like, what's life? Do you know? And then my life. I, sure, I. What? What's the I? The whole thing is gobbledygook. Mm. You know, some concepts just don't wash anymore. They just don't connect to a program. Mm. Do you know? So the sense of experiencing something, it's like, I don't know, all I know is that every minute is fresh. Everything is new constantly because it's just, it's just energy moving through form. It's just molecules moving into different shapes and colors and mind might label them as light ceiling fan or, or nothing, usually no labeling at all, you know? And so there's nothing happening, but there's peace and stillness and tranquility and calmness. Man, no drug can do it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll have to... Sure, sure. There's layers and layers and layers of what, what we're talking about, do you know? But, but whatever feels alive at the moment, that's where you work from. If you can jump straight into, well, do, do you know, who, who is this I who's doing this work anyway? I mean, that's the direct path. But, but I don't know, there's a value too in cruising around and looking at attachment and engaging it while engaging with this work while life is still being lived. You know? I would say, like, 
I'm really up for not suffering. Yes, <laughs> that yeah. sounds really good to me. Yeah. Um, but but you see, you have to see through the, the good times too. Yeah, like that's when you were first talking. Yeah. It's like, I'm not sure, so sure I'm up for that. You see, that's what I'm saying. All right. So that's why I think the direct path won't, it, it just won't make sense to you. Right. Just won't. Yeah. Sorry, second, try to rearrange my headgear. Um, like, so just don't push it, basically. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not ready, ready for that. Or absolutely. Isn't it wonderful that the eye has still, you know, it still wants to engage with life. It's still doing it for you. Great. Great. You know, that's fine. But watch the stickiness. <coughs> watch the stickiness wanting it to be a certain way, you know, needing things to be the way that makes, will make you happy. Mm. What stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that I can do. Yeah, that you can do. That will make sense now, for sure. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. <coughs> The lady behind, she was moving first. Yeah, hi. Come on. Hi. Hi again. Hi. Um, so what you were saying earlier really spoke to me. Um, you know, I had a dream that drove me all my life, and I got it, and I saw that it was nothing. <laughs> yeah. And I stopped. Uh, I was an artist, and I saw it was all ego, yeah. and I realized it just wasn't what it was for. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and last night about that issue, I was talking to you about mm -hmm. a problem. You said let go of desire, the desire for a specific outcome, and I did. Mm -hmm. And you're right; it just became completely neutral. Aha. Yeah. It was neutral. Yes. And yes. and so this is what I've been experiencing. My life is like neutrality. Okay. And I have a certain kind of tiredness about this life. Okay. And I feel like I'm ready. Okay. The eye is never ready. The eye doesn't want to die. But that, that happens. There's a readiness. Yes, yes. Okay. Let me put it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Maybe I'm yeah. Maybe yeah. it feels this is a yeah. manner of speech. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Because after I sort of quit this career, I started going, okay, what do I do, what do I do? And then I was like, nothing. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you do, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you still do something, you know? You still it, do something. Yeah, clearly oh, days yeah. get filled with yeah, doing. Yeah, of course. Course. And there's just always this next right thing that's there, there, mm. there, 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 mm. that I just do. Mm. But no more like um, projecting and then going toward. Yes. yes. You know, I want this and now I'm going to make this happen. Yes. It makes no sense. No, not at all. So. Um, Self inquiry. Just watching what's. And go behind. Okay, watch yeah, yeah. the observer. Yeah. Once there's a like, oh, uh, you know, that thought was happening, or yeah. oh, you know, once oh, you've got a bit pattern. of a difference. That, yeah. yeah. Once you've got a distance, now, wh who's the one who's watching this? Go behind. Go to the ultimate observer who's not looking at anything. 
ultimate observer is not looking at anything. Obse- being the observer is not enough. Watching thoughts is not enough. Mm-hmm. It's just a practice to mm. unglue mm. from the eye drama. Mm-hmm. So the second that you that you're watching and oh, there's a nice story playing here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. oh look at that. Mm-hmm. The second that you get that distance, quickly leave it and go. Okay. Mm, you could do something like, where's the next thought arising from? Mm-hmm. I like that one. Mm-hmm. The empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Place yeah, attention yeah. there to that which is like outside of all of this. The story. attention sort of stops going this way and yes. then goes. Absolutely, like it kind of goes in and paddle <laughs> down usually for people. But it, yeah, instead of going out, it's like your observer, there's a pulling back and something goes behind that again. Uh huh, uh huh. That's the energetic feel for sure. Uh huh. So just stay with that, yeah. Go behind. Behind that. Yeah, go, go as far back as you can. Okay. Do you see what I mean? There's two steps. There's two steps. The first one is to observe. It's like a pulling back. Uh, um, yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah. First, observe. Yeah. Okay? So there's something observing that yeah. there's the bodies here sitting down and yeah. something observing, okay? Now, go behind that. What's observing? Go behind that. Mm. Ah. Just is. Yeah, there's nothing happening. There's nothing there. Right, just just here. <laughs> Even that's kind of too much. Ah. Do you know? Yeah, I, I was noticing today how everything felt like too much. Yes. It, even now, it's it's so small compared to what it used to be, whatever okay. the okay. the weight of whatever is. Yes. But yes. even that little bit yes. feels too much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. not so painful anymore. Yes. But even just the, the zzz noise of feels too much. Yes. Yeah. Like all of it's then, then your your then mind is being pulled inward. That's what's going on. Ah. It feels like it's too much to engage in anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then your mind is being pulled inward. Great. Yeah. Okay, go with it. Bring attention with it. Okay? <coughs> so there's two steps. Observing and once observation has kicked in, once you see that you're observing, mm-hmm. Point attention behind that. Mm. Now you might need some kind of a technique in order to point attention there. You won't land anywhere. There's no eye, basically, behind it. You're kind of leading mind to the back door. There's no eye, like you see? out of out the of whole it. Yes. thing. Exactly, out of the whole thing. Yes, there's no eyes. <laughs> That's what the out of the whole thing is. The whole thing is dependent on the eye. Ah, oh. oh. Relief. Yeah, you got it. Ah, that's the thought. <laughs> it came yeah, off. of course. Yes. Yeah, right. Immediately, yes. the will it stay? Yes, yes, yes. yes oh, yes. mind again. Yes. Ah, of course. Yeah, that's fine. Go back. That again. just continues. Go back again. Ah, that's just mind doing something juicy to pull you out again. Mm. I want this, but actually, mm. the thing is, mind isn't even there. Mind isn't there. 
but there's something that's totally at peace and it feels so good. Ah, yeah. It's like when you're in deep sleep, you feel really good afterwards. But sure, you didn't know you were in it at the time. But you, you feel good afterwards. So mind says, oh, I want more of that. But there was no mind there. But yet something was at peace. Uh-huh. So there's a natural good feeling that arises. You can't experience it because you can't say, oh, this is delicious. Because it's like that takes an eye. Uh, you see? It's tricky now. It's really subtle. It's very subtle, yes. Yeah. It's like a letting go of absolutely all of it. Yes. Yes. Any possible thing that I could say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's funny because now these really subtle little senses of who I am are, I'm aware of. Yeah. Mind will use anything to distract you, to get you back into, oh my God, this is great, or this is all, you know, mind is just, it's all rubbish. Place your attention outside of it. <coughs> mm. Right, there's like a sh- sh- yeah, 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 yeah. All you can do is go back. Uh-huh. You'll only know you were there when you're out again. You can't know you're there when you're there because there's no eye there. Oh, yeah. So when the next thought is running, the you know the eye is active. I'm yeah, the I'm yeah. full on again. Yeah. And all you can do is point back from it again, and you know nothing until because there's no eye. Hmm? Until the eye program is shoved into the floppy disk slot again. You know. Yeah. Somebody switched on the switch again, and the eye is doing its thing, thinking it exists. Mm. Do you see how it works? I do. Yeah. <laughs> who does? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, yeah. who does, yes. How can but, you, you know. speak? <laughs> but sure, of course, nothing is said at all. Your silence is the only thing that makes sense. Uh-huh. All words are... Can I say crap? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to me, again. Yeah, yeah, it's like... It's just, you know, they're dualistic, and it's fine, they're pointers, and of course we use them, but sure, it's, something is lost the second I open my mouth, you know? But still I open my mouth, and there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life just continues anyway, you see. So you're going to have to take a repeat yourself. Okay. Keep pointing mind outside of all of it. The eye can do that. When the eye is running, the eye can do that. The the eye can point the mind out? Sometimes? Yes, because the eye is the mind. So I'm using the mind itself to yes. undo itself. Exactly. Oh, the, what Rana exactly. said about the eye. Yes. That does the eye to do the eye. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yes, yes. But so I, it needs to be done with the eye because there's nothing else that could be done. Yes, mind and the eye are the same thing now. The mind and the eye are synonymous now. Now? Yes. At this stage of it. it. It's too complicated okay. at an earlier point. Oh, 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 oh. Do you know what I mean? 
everything is true some of the time. From generality. where I'm talking at this yes. moment. Yes, okay, then you can take it that they're the same. Then. Yes, you can take it that they're the same. Ah. Uh-huh. Identification with thought creates the I. Yeah. As long as there's atten- as long as there's attention placed into thought, the I is created. Uh-huh. When thoughts just pass by and there's no attention in there, there is no I. The I is a thought. Identified thought is I. So as long as the thoughts just move through them, they always will. There. They always will. Well, I, what I mean is, so as long as there's nothing that grabs each thought, yes, that involves each thought, yes, then the grabbing nothing. action is I. Yeah, and then eventually to feeling a lot of that. Sure. So, and then, so thoughts then grab, then they start making that thought into real life here. Yes. Yes. So if a thought is not grabbed, yes, it's not going to like. Um, perpetrate into reality. It can't, because whose reality would it be? Yeah, because like yesterday there was this, you know, this horrible thing going on and suddenly yeah. I had this thought like, okay, I refuse to play this game. Yes. I just refuse. I'm yes, like, yes. No energy is going. Okay. No, no, okay. just no. Okay. Okay. Now go behind that again now, because there's somebody there who's refusing. Exactly. You see? Watch yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was deep into the eye. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's deep yeah. into the eye, yeah. Yeah, he's playing the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's it's, so, a, it's a game of stepping back now. Is there an interaction between um, all of this and what is the sort of circumstances of life? What do you mean all of this? Okay, what we're describing now. Mm-hmm. How how this is being. Like if one's if there's a beingness living through this body, is is it Can't even okay. buy the first part. Because it's the eye, isn't it? Yeah, what's beingness? It's still an illusion. It's still in the movie. It's just an attractive thought, this beingness thing. Too much. What do you call it? Nothing. And then take nothing away. <laughs> mm. It's the best I can come up with. Or the absolute. Before that, I was having an opportunity to observe mind playing tricks, even on the way over here driving and resisting what was. Sure. And interestingly, in that last exchange, yeah, some of it, a lot of it, just fell off. Yeah, fell off. Yeah. So there's a part of me that doesn't want to go back there, but I, 
do because I know there's a habit of going back to that uh, clinging to the ideas and I it's seen and it's felt the heaviness is felt yes so I still want to okay whatever you know okay get some help in okay throwing it off more okay on, on my own or sure yeah okay so so it, it, is it about throwing it off more or is it about not not going back it, it, it feels more like it's not going back to picking well, it up I'd again. love to not go back okay yeah do you know the only reason you go back is because of habit yeah it's only habit it's mm -hmm. nothing more potent or nothing it's just habit habit mm. of thinking a certain way habit in running a certain string of thoughts repetitive thoughts it's just habit That's all. Yeah. I mean, there's a recognition that there's certain ideas that are resisted. Okay. And they're seen. Okay. But then, <coughs> while it's it's seen, it's still, you know, feeling heavy and. Then oh, it's not man. completely seen. Okay. Yeah, mind yeah, is. You're just playing at seeing it, but it's like I'll keep one foot in and I'll observe with one foot. Yeah. Oh, I still feel it. I'm observing yeah. though, but I still. No, yeah. no. If you're observing, you're observing. Yeah. There's no comment. There's no nothing. You're out. Of oh, it. there's definitely so. There's definitely resistance. Okay. To. You know, feeling that this is somehow limiting me from waking up and. <clears throat> would you stop that, please? You know. So. The me doesn't wake up. All that happens is that you see that you don't exist. <laughs> yeah, how can the I wake up? There's no I. That's waking up. So what wakes up? I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. We use that language, but just just I just want to blow it open a bit. Yeah. Well, let's look at that a little more because while you were in your introductory part, when you asked that question, what are you? What could you not? What could you not live without? So, the one idea mm. was, this life is for waking up, and if I don't do it in this life, uh, okay. you know, okay. then it's that's a big problem. Okay, you know. Okay, I think a lot of people here would. The same yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I realized, well, that's just an idea, and it's a limiting idea, totally. and but still, it was it was feeling, yeah. you know, like almost like grief. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But if I don't get this, no, the I there was no it. yeah the there was no point it. to yes. whatever is or isn't or appearing yes. or not appearing. There was just no point if. Yes. Yes. So I I don't know if that's the main hook, sure. but it's a big one, so waking up will happen when it's gonna happen. Yeah. You can do loads for it or you can sit in the sofa watching T V and eating crisps. <laughs> it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen. But there is something called seeking that happens to mm -hmm. an awful lot of people. Mm -hmm. And seeking runs its course. And seeking stops too. It has to stop. Because only the eye is seeking. Mm -hmm. And it's a very potent way to keep the eye alive. The seeking business. 
the most, I think, useful thing to apply when that urgency or that attachment to waking up is so alive is to develop patience. Because if there is that, I want this to happen for sure, my God, the eye is so alive there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just reinforcing itself. Absolutely, yeah. But if patience is cultivated, <coughs> something gets soft around the desire to wake up. This is where patience is a virtue. This is where, this is where it has, has a point. It comes in here as something that the eye experiences because it's the opposite of the urgency. Mm. And towards the, uh, the, the ripening of the eye, very often something and its opposite will play closely together. Good health, bad health. Or, you know, killed myself working in a stressful job and I do nothing now. Very often extreme opposites happen. In the same lifetime, I saw I was really rich and I'm totally broke. Sometimes both sides of the fence are straddled in one lifetime when somebody ends up in Zatha. <coughs> that speeding up of having the two experiences. So one of the experiences is that urgency around waking up, its counter experience of the eye is patience. They both fought, they kind of negate each other. You don't like that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to cultivate patience with myself. I think I've, to some degree, have more patience with other people. Not, I'm not totally patient because there's still thoughts about, you know, of preferences and sure. you know, I wish they'd be that way or not be this way or whatever. Okay. But I can kind of say, oh, you're doing it again and just put yeah. it down yeah, very yeah. easily, yeah, yeah. much more easily than when I'm <laughs> looking at yes. the eye. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. <clears throat> so it's not that I don't like it, it's just You know, how? Okay. It's not patience with people or with yourself, it's just patience. Mm. Without an I. Or without, yeah, or another. Without other. Mm. It's just patience. Mm. It's just patience. Would that still be a thought? Of course. Oh, okay. I'm just giving the mind what it wants in order to, for it to just balance the books a little bit so that it's not so, mm, you know, frenzied. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you've got to cook the books a bit, you know, when it's, when it's that invested in something. <laughs> you know? Play the game with it, huh? Just 
laughing at me. Yeah. <laughs> I also had another question. The observer is mind. Yes. <clears throat> and it arises out of awareness. I don't know. I don't I've been trying to put some of these things together that Okay. Do you know what would be useful? Sure. Yeah. Is to, to, to get a cleaner handle on observing. Mm-hmm. Because observing when there's a commentary going on, mm-hmm. that's not observing. Mm-hmm. That's like a, less of a stickiness to the story, but it's actually not observing. Practice observing where there's no commentary, there's just a seeing. Mm-hmm. But there's no quality control or there's no there's no commentary. That needs to be established. Mm-hmm. So that there's a, a you know a, a, a distance from the potency of the eye story. Mm-hmm. So no one does observing and no one mind is fooling mm-hmm. and calling it observing, but there's a commentary. Even saying, Oh you're doing it again, it's like, well who's doing it again? That's not a commentary, that's not observing. That's halfway to observing. Observing is ah. There's no I'm good, I'm bad, I'm screwed up, I'm none of that. There's nothing. That's just Hurting yourself or something. I don't know. Do you see? Yeah. That, that would be a good thing, actually, is just get a clean handle on observing. So you've got that distance all the time. And I know you do self-inquiry anyway, mm-hmm. fine, but the observing needs to be a bit cleaner. So how are observing and self-inquiry... Self-inquiry, yeah, self-inquiry can happen once mind is in observer mode. From there, you can do self-inquiry. It's very, 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 very rare to be in the drama and automatically to go into self-inquiry. It's, it's rare. Most people can't do it. First, you have to say, whoa, I'm stuck in a nice story here. Okay. Observe. Nothing. No comment. No. Place attention to the source of the next thought. So, because hmm. you're not going to find the source of the next thought. No. Okay. Because then I haven't found it. Then not at all. Yeah. There's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. It's just directing mind to to outside of the whole show. Getting mind out of mind. Or seeing that there is no mind and there never was mind and there never could be mind. That it is just a thought passing through consciousness. And it's got nothing to do with what you are. And that's what reveals itself. Once the I story is not taking up the airspace. Okay? This occurred to me, but it's probably really deep in mind. If there's really no mind, and what appears is a fabrication of the mind, why do so many minds fabricate the same thing? Mm. mm, What appears is a product of concepts. Do we really need an individual to have the concepts? 
Well, the individual is a concept. It's not Correct. real. So I guess. So if we've got concepts appearing as form mm -hmm. to somebody, the somebody is created way down the line. But us human beings imagine, oh, no, no, I created everything. It's me. It's my thought. I'm having the thought. I created it all, and I'm imagining you in my reality. It's like, rubbish. My God. <laughs> the superiority complex of an eye is, like, pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. So the, the thought of being an individual is way down the track in terms of density of concepts. It's way down the line. Like. It doesn't take an individual to imagine a concept in order for something to manifest. Concepts do it without the individuals. An individual is a concept. Mm -hmm. It's not us having concepts or not concepts. We're concepts. You're a concept. Mm. You don't exist. <laughs> Do you see? So it's not about individuals creating something from their thoughts. The individuals are thoughts. So our thoughts kind of just yes. floating around yes. and you you can take that where and the minds are kind of. You, grabbing on to you the can same. use that imagery. That will break up a two in time, but that imagery is very useful. So they're just there. Yeah, they're happening in consciousness. And are they kind of independent in a way? I don't know. If it's yes, yes, the yes. You're on the right track. Self-creating yes. something. You I can say know. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just energy moving changing and moving into one form and another form and just constantly doing what energy does, no? So kind of like the um, consciousness, which I'm going to call unity consciousness. I'm just going to call oh, it sure, that to sure, distinguish yeah. it from yeah. what we think All right. we are thinking. Okay. That just always is and then the idea of an individual is kind of Grabbing onto it, thinking it's theirs. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. You can say that. Yeah. Now, the idea of the individual is another happening in that unity consciousness. Right. It does not create a you. But the idea that it creates an individual you happens in consciousness. Somehow, it's believed. It's amazing how it's believed, but it is. When that thought is believed, we get a person believing that they are an individual. And what you're calling consciousness is that I am, or is it the before no, the, the I am? No, the initial consciousness thing. So it's the before I am. Ah, the, no, you no. Or it's Be, something else. Before I am, there's nothing, and take nothing away. So then, con how does consciousness and the and the consciousness of I am, or the I am. Are those kind of different the, words the, for the, the same I thing? The I am is the observer. the observer. Yes. And then, so then how how does consciousness and I am, just say, this? Okay. I think I'm getting it. The I am is within consciousness. The I am is within consciousness. Consciousness is the framework for all concepts. So consciousness itself is an appearance. But it's the framework within which anything can exist. Because if for anything to exist, there must be consciousness of it. Mm -hmm. It cannot exist unless there's consciousness of it. Now, we don't need people to bring something into existence. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, consciousness does that. That's the faculty of consciousness. seem to be an appearance when we call waking up happens. It just appears. It's not reality. Even the consciousness. Yes. So what's reality? Go find out. Place attention. Place attention back there. real. Mind can't grasp it because mind can't go there. But you know it. Something knows it. But you don't know what you know because mind tries to interpret it. But something knows it. Okay. So the knowing (coughs) is like an absolute (laughs) but the consciousness is conscious of something. It's not just, I'm just trying to see what the distinction okay. is between those. Yeah, don't mix up consciousness with what can be called absolute consciousness. Mm. Absolute consciousness, absolute truth, absolute beauty. That's kind of, that's using, using labeling to kind of call nothing in the absence of nothing, something. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking mm. about absolute consciousness. Maybe you've heard that term, I'm just... Out. Don't worry about it too much, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think about it sometimes. I think sure, about it. sure. I know there's you a figuring out. You want to ask about it. <laughs> okay. Cultivate patience mm-hmm. and get the observer really clean. Get that. Uh, observer is I am. So I'm running a commentary and I'm watching too much. No, 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 no. I am. Nothing else. That's observer. It's a very good springboard for self-inquiry. It's the best one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. story that seems to be <coughs> keeping this eye going mm. is confusion um, functioning in life. Uh, I try to get m- visual metaphors for what it's like. And okay. It's as though thoughts are like springs and you're always wanting to do this. Huge amount of energy taken moment to moment to moment to keep straight thought. And people say, Oh, you know, you're so calm and rational, but inside it's 
it's going yeah. constantly. And the energy going to that um, it's not clear if it's clinging to that because it's an identity or it's been suggested by others that there's something maybe biochemical that is going on mm -hmm. but to investigate that requires a huge energy just sure. to even For sure. do that so it definitely is an identity and if it wasn't necessary to eat and live wouldn't be a problem. Um, it's so persistent, it seems to be that it is coming from without, that this, it's forcing a stopping and trying to function in the world today. It's just the stuff that not only internally is going on, but externally coming in constantly. Uh, it, just to return to the, the sense I am, um, the energy isn't there. Okay. And the eyes are very tired of this. Yes. Is it overwhelm? Is that what happens? No? It, it can be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. A lot of um, mental and physical exhaustion. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. And um, that story is getting old. Um, okay. Yeah. That's that's probably the. If I was going to ask one question, that's the, the question. Yeah. It might shift. And it might not. If you have a desire for things to shift, we're going in the, the direction of deepening the strength <coughs> of the eye. Hmm. So can there be a dropping of all desire around this state of confusion, maybe? Can there be a dropping of all desire for it to go? That's probably the best um, progress. There used to be a and it would bring up great um, frustration, sadness, just all kinds of emotions. Um, probably a few years ago, I, I learned, really learned the word allow. Okay. And just to let these things be. And it's better that way. Yes. But it's, it's still difficult. Yes. And it does. It seems to propel me into life circumstances, and um, I've reluctantly become a gypsy. I never seem to stay in one place more than six mm -hmm. years, and mm -hmm. I can't seem to settle down anymore. Six years is okay. Six years is okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing pretty good. That's not a gypsy. <laughs> but I'm also, I guess, because of the sense of lack, I, I, I'm a very um, or what, what calls itself I, is a very acquisitive wanting to hold. Astrologically, there's a lot of Taurus and Cancer and holding and protecting. And that is like 
trying to stuff that into the void to make it feel fulfilled or something. And yet it just makes things more difficult because of all these things that are acquired. And I know I need to shed the things, but the act of shedding requires clear thought, and the more stuff there is, there's less clear thought, and it's just a snowball. It's silly. <laughs> so, right now, right now, Years. I like to tell people I can watch Roxy Road, but something pulls back. Drop out of that. Drop out of that. Let there be no story at all. Maybe there's a fear of the emptiness. Yeah. Let the fear come and it will go. Allow the fear to be there or not be there. Of not knowing where here is. If there are experiences, I'm not interested. Mind will always turn up experiences and stories and anxieties, and that's just a happening in life. It doesn't need to go or change, it's got nothing to do with this work. What I mean is that I don't know where I am. There's, it's as though space passes through me. This is through what? The body? What? I don't know. It's just, it's, um, it's becoming very dreamlike. To whom? And is it not supposed to be dreamlike? These are just stories, can't you see? This is just mind believing things into your experience. These are just stories. And they're believed into your experience. And that's what makes it your life. It doesn't matter what the story is. It's not about cha changing the story. It's not about changing the inner anxiety or the phases of overwhelm or the sensation of not being able to hold yourself or it's not about any of that. It's not about the story. The story doesn't need to change. Any story can be running. Don't let the story be yours. It's just running through and it's presenting as yours. 
chair. The identification is the problem. It doesn't matter how dramatic, traumatic a story is. It's just a story. It's just a story. Mind plays like that. And so we get caught in the story and then that becomes the issue that we place all our attention on. You're writing then. You're writing. Okay, then go to a healer or go to some place. That's, that's, that's not Advaita. That's not what we're talking about. It's not about the story. It's about the piece of glue that makes the story believed that it's your reality. Who's the one having that story? That's what I want to know. And you say, you can't find her. Yeah, find the course, because she doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. Celebrate it. She doesn't exist. So go look for her. Really go look for her. And don't make it a traumatic story, because you can't find her. Celebrate it. Mind will do dances, you see. It does dances with stuff, you know. When there's a bit of suffering going on, mind will just get mileage. That's all that's happening. Suffering doesn't need to go. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with the one who says, this is my experience. <coughs> Who's she? Who's she? I'm not interested in the story she's running. I'm interested in the belief that she exists and she has a life and she's suffering. It's like, actually, check that one out. Check that out. So take a step back from the story and see that it's just story. And mind would say, hey, but I'd be in denial of my feelings and of my this and that. And it's like, another story. There we go. There's the next one. Cruising right along. <laughs> Do you see how it works? The thinking mind, that kind of a thinking mind is of no use to you now. It's of no use. We're talking about beyond that, outside of the realm of where that's useful. If there's a tiredness, great. It's tiredness because of the thinking mind. Let it be presenting its hijinks. Don't be bothered with it. Can you make that step back? I think, I'm not sure if it's just another story. Yeah. It is another story. <laughs> of course it is. It's all stories. Sure, if I open my mouth, what a story. <laughs> but some stories tend to kind of unglue mm, the potency of the I. Mm. That much we can do. I just learn no words when I look. I just see. It's boring. Yeah. Keep your attention there. And none of the other stuff will matter. It doesn't have to come right. It's not about anything coming right. There's no right or wrong. It's just what's happening. Are you okay with all of it? Keep attention in the void. 
there's a part that doesn't want to believe that it's possible to function. Try it. Disappear. Try it. Functioning happens. It takes care of itself. It doesn't need an eye at all to function. It's another big lie of mine. That you need an eye to manage things. Somehow you still take care. Eat and sleep. It'll still happen. It's like when attention is in the void, some kind of mm, low-grade ability of mind is still functioning. Like, like you just swallowing there, or straightening your back. What's that? Did mind have to do those things? You see, the functioning takes care of so much. You know, we say we decide what we eat, and then we put it beyond the throat, and we don't think about it anymore. What takes care of the rest of it? We're so careful about all the tastes and to get it all right as far as here. Not another thought. But it all happens beautifully. Usually. <laughs> Do you know, the functioning doesn't need thought at all. Thought is way overrated. <laughs> you see? What if it doesn't? What if it doesn't function? Yeah, but that's your thing. But other things function. Do you know? Yeah, that's just digest this digestion is poxy too, so what? <laughs> I just don't worry about it. Not at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see? A bit of trust might be needed. The story is very enmeshed. Yeah. Yeah. It wants to come back very strong. For sure. I'm so glad you spotted that. Yes. It's very powerful. And it has one source of power. Only one. Your attention. Yeah. Yeah. So all you can do is when you know, the moment that you see that attention is on it, pull it off it. That's the best you can do. When that window comes, whoa, I'm right in the drama of myself and my experiences. Like, okay, out of it, out of it, back, void, here we go. The story says it's not possible to function in a job that way. Find out. It is, because a low-grade ability comes in. It comes in. Do you drive? Yes. So would you forget how to drive, do you think, if your mind is in the void? Like if you were driving the car and you, you pointed your attention towards the void, do you think everything would freeze or do you think something would automatically just drive? I'm oh, sorry, you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> 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 it can be very automatic. Yeah. You don't really have to think about them. Exactly. But it takes a huge amount of mind to learn how to drive. So in work, stuff that you can do automatically, for sure mind can be in the void. For sure. And sometimes, yeah, there's planning and there's engagement and energy must be totally focused on it. But I'm talking about the thinking mind. So you can nip the thinking mind. That's the useless bit now. Do you see? And the way to knit the thinking mind is to observe and go towards the void. Stay in the void. 
And at work, whatever is automatic will happen, like the driving. None of it is automatic. Well, that's just more. Of course, things are automatic. Of course, they are. Really, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, they are. Just mind will convince you that it's needed for everything. Mm-hmm. That's all it's doing. Mm-hmm. That's all it's doing. So, all of these extra <coughs> things that are vying for attention. I need to do this thing, I need to do this, I need to do this. Um, that can be attended to. Yeah. If, if the thought comes, I need to do this, do it or make a note of it. But to run the thought, I need to do this. Oh gosh, I need to do this. That's, that's... Well, make a note of it. My hand goes through the pencil and does something does. else. It's the, the follow-through. To finish one thing, it's, it's happening like this all the time. Constantly. Okay. 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 Then observe and see where mind is going. Do one thing at a time. That's all that happens anyway. There's only one thought. There's only one thought in any moment. So it's the thinking mind. The working mind is okay. But at the moment they're mixed up. So for the clarity to come, I think you have to observe to see what's the thinking mind and what's the working mind. Do you see? The working mind kicks in and you'll still be able to drive. Do you know? But the thinking mind will say, whoa, let's do this instead. But the thinking mind has just, just pulls you. But the working mind will make a note of what God's going on. Do you see? It's task-oriented, the working mind. The thinking mind is just distraction-oriented. So you've got to see the difference. And any time the thinking mind is playing, any time there's an I story running, it's my experience, or I feel this, or I'm different, or my experience of life is whatever, you know, not cut and dried. So what? Okay, it can be like that. It's okay. Don't pay any attention to it. So separate the thinking mind and the working mind. That's the step you're going to have to take, I think. That's that's the one. That's the one. When the thinking mind is on, observe it and void. Unplug from the thinking mind 24-7. Anytime it's active, that you see it's active, observe and void. You don't need any of the thinking mind at all. So you cut its power supply and let the working mind do its work and see the thinking mind trying to come in and manage work. Watch it. It's not a habit with that thinking mind. That's exactly what we're talking about. It's a habit. It's a habit. Years and years and years of a neurological pathway running the same way. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. One moment at a time. One thought at a time. There's a lovely story, you know, about um, how many years ago uh, uh, an old frog 
and a young frog, and they're pottering around a milking partner. I'm a farmer's daughter, so, you know, milking partners happen. And they see a bucket, and they say, oh, okay, let's see what's up here, you know, and they jump up at the side of the bucket and plop, plop, full of milk. Into the, oh my god, oh my god, swim, 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 swim. They started swimming around in circles, the two of them, you know, that little, little frog, and of course, it's all, I'm like, oh, we'll be alright, how are we going to get out? He said, yeah, 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 hold on a second now, we'll see if she, she, we can get out of this. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll just jump up the side of it, you know, and down comes a big frog, the little I'll try, I'll try, no, no go. So they're going round and round and round and round the circles. I know, says the old one, you get on top of my, my back and jump and try and get up on top. And he goes, okay, he goes up on top of his back and as soon as he springs, so the, the big frog goes down and blah, blah, blah. No, nowhere could they didn't go near the top. <sighs> we just got to keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming. And the old one says, well, I'm tired. You know what? I've had enough. It's the same thing all the time. And I'm just bailing out. I've had enough. It's just more of the same. I'll see you. I'm going down. And he goes down the and says, ha, ha, leave you alone. Yeah, see you. I'm finished. And he bails out and down he goes to the bottom bucket and doesn't come up. And the other guy just comes on and he says, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to have to keep doing it, keep doing it. And all of a sudden he's walking on solid. It's turned into butter. <laughs> it's just a bucket of butter, you know. And he just stands up and gets out, you know. And it's like that. You don't know how long you're going to have to keep, keep watching mine. You really don't. You know? We're going to hurt his You just don't know, you know. And if it feels like, oh my God, I'll never break this pattern of mind. Well, that's just another thought. You know? But observe and go behind. Observe and go behind. And lo and behold, somehow the connection with the drama is gone. It's gone. And it's like, wow, I hadn't that thought for months. That's how you know. Do you know? You don't even know it's gone because it's not running. So how would you know if it's there or not? Do you see? You don't know. No, it takes somebody else to reflect it back to you. You don't know. How do you know? You never know you're awake. How could you know you're awake? Sure, there's no you. You just know you don't exist. So it's only when you start talking like this to somebody else that, that they tell you, sure, you know, is, is that really your experience? Or what, what experience? There's no I. But sure, there's no you either. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's mad. So it's like that. You don't even know when you wake up, so you don't even know how, how long is it going to take to break this pattern. But all you can do is just keep paddling. <laughs> and you will change the neurological pathways. They have to change. It's cause and effect. With the mind, it's cause and effect. Maybe something makes bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might need some discipline. That's worth it. It's worth it. That's the difference between the old frog and the young frog. Mm. One stuck at it. Mm. Mm. Okay. 